0: Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum and this is another classic episode from our archive. Every time a new cache of the remains of incredible prehistoric animals crops up, it's cause for celebration. In this episode, we dig into the amazing find of hundreds of pterosaur eggs. Hey there BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Flight is a hard thing to master. The vast majority of vertebrates can walk, swim, or do both. But in the history of life on this planet, only three groups of backboned animals have ever evolved the ability to fly. Early bats acquired this skill roughly 52 million years ago. Feathered dinosaurs began to experiment with flight back in the Jurassic period. Incidentally, you probably know of their descendants today as birds. Yet while birds and bats are still around, the animals that first pioneered vertebrate flight are long gone. That's because 228 million years ago, a flying clade of reptiles evolved. These were the pterosaurs. Though Hollywood often mislabels them as dinosaurs, they actually represented a separate, contemporaneous group. For more than 160 million years, dinosaurs and pterosaurs lived side by side. It was an exciting time to be an aeronaut. During their reign, the pterosaurs diversified like crazy. Some species would be comparable to sparrows in size. others had wingspans of 36 feet, that’s 11 meters or more, making them the largest flying animals of all time. Then, 66 million years ago, the pterosaurs succumbed to the same mass extinction that wiped out all non-avian dinosaurs. In 1784, Italian naturalist Cosmo Collini became the first person to write a formal scientific description of a pterosaur skeleton. At the time, he thought this strange-looking animal was some kind of deep-sea creature. But thanks to hard-working paleontologists, we've learned a great deal about these winged wonders. Nonetheless, there are still some large gaps in our knowledge. One big mystery involves the early lives of young pterosaurs. The first confirmed dinosaur nest was unearthed in 1923. Since then, fossil hunters have excavated thousands of dino-eggs at sites all over the world. Yet pterosaur eggs are considerably rarer. None whatsoever were discovered until 2004, when two appeared in China and a third showed up in Argentina. In 2011, a fourth egg was found next to the skeleton of its presumed mother, an adult animal from the genus Darwinitaris. Three years later, an- another Argentinian egg emerged, along with five additional Chinese specimens. So, until very recently, the global scientific community hadn't found enough pterosaur eggs to fill a standard egg carton. But paleontologists just hit the motherload. In the December 2017 issue of the journal Science, a Chinese research team announced the discovery of a new site in China's Gobi Desert containing at least 215 pterosaur eggs. 16 preserved embryos were found there as well, along with some skeletons from hatchling, juvenile, and adult pterosaurs. These eggs are roughly 120 million years old and were laid by Hamaterus tianchinesis, a crested, toothy species with an 11 foot wingspan. That's about 3.3 meters. Pterosaur experts are still trying to assess where it belongs on the family tree. One such authority is paleontologist David Hone, who told us in an email that Hamateras' closest relatives were most likely various groups of pterosaurs known for being ocean-going or at least coastal foragers. In terms of lifestyle, he says these animals would have behaved like today's gulls and albatrosses. The newfound bounty of eggs was recovered by a team representing the Beijing-based Chinese Academy of Sciences— Most of the shelled treasures were embedded in a sandstone block that may be hiding even more clutches that have yet to be revealed. One reason why this find is so spectacular has to do with the fragility of pterosaur eggshells. Like modern chickens, extinct dinosaurs laid hard-shelled eggs. Contrast these with the eggs of present-day snakes, whose shells are thin, soft, pliable, and have the texture of old parchment. Pterosaur eggs resembled the latter, a fact confirmed by previous discoveries— Because their shells were so soft, these rare eggs tend to get squished flat by the forces of fossilization, yet the ones at this new Chinese site were preserved in three dimensions. The discovery's implications are still open to debate. Chinese Academy of Sciences paleontologist Shaolin Wang was the lead author of the paper in the journal Science, which announced this big find. In it, he and his co-authors suggest the site may have a lot to say about pterosaur parenting, As Wang and his colleagues point out, some of the embryos lack teeth, and their wing bones seem underdeveloped. The paleontologists think this could mean that newly hatched hemateris could neither fly nor eat solid food. Thus, they would have had to depend on their parents for protection and sustenance. Other scientists have disagreed with that conclusion. In present-day reptiles, teeth are one of the last things embryos develop. So while these developing pterosaurs were toothless, they might still have grown some chompers before hatching. Also, according to Michael Habib, a pterosaur specialist at the University of California, the fetal wings appeared quite robust, meaning the newborns might have been able to start flying right away. A point of consensus among paleontologists, though, is that pterosaurs probably didn't brood their eggs like present-day birds. For one thing, as Hone told us, the extinct reptiles simply could not sit like birds due to the anatomical differences. Also, while pterosaurs were coated with fuzzy stuff, they lacked feathers, which roosting avians used to keep their clutches nice and warm. Another leading expert in modern pterosaur science, one S. Christopher Bennett of Fort Hayes State University in Kansas, agrees. He said via email, There is no evidence and no reason to think that pterosaurs incubated their eggs. Or rather, they probably deposited them in sands, soils, or vegetable matter like modern reptiles. In the past, Bennett has championed the idea that at least some pterosaurs formed nesting groups near environments suitable for the hatchlings to feed and grow safely. He feels the new hematuris site may lend some credence to that notion, a sentiment shared by Wang and his co-authors. Bennett added, Careful excavation of pterosaur egg deposits could certainly provide evidence as to whether eggs were buried and whether pterosaurs reused nesting sites year after year. Today's episode was written by Mark Mancini and produced by Tristan McNeil and Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other terrific topics, eh? uh, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.